Good day everyone and welcome to Wealth Radio, Growing Wealth Made Easy. My name is Mike Raz, a Wealth Manager here at BPI Asset Management and Trust Corporation. This is another episode of Wealth Watchers where we do a lightning round of relevant questions to help you better understand how, how the month's market movements impact your investments. Today, we are joined once again by our resident investment analyst, Mr. Daz Mercado, to discuss the main highlights for the month of November. Hey, Daz. Hi, Mike. Uh, thanks for having me again. All right. So just like always, I'm just going to fire away with our questions. Let's start. So, Daz, what's the biggest development that happened this month? So for today, I'm going to be sharing about third quarter business profits or net income of companies included in the S&P 500, which is the main index for U.S. stocks and also companies in the PSEI. And I'll also talk about uh, the third quarter Philippine economy, uh, which is measured by GDP or gross domestic product. And uh, this data release uh, surprised a lot of market participants. So starting with what's happening in the U.S., as of November 19, 95% of the companies in the S&P 500 have reported uh, their third quarter financial statements. And of these companies, 82% have reported actual profits above estimates. Wow. So the companies in the S&P 500 are highly studied by analysts. Uh, so these analysts uh, share their estimates regarding the company's revenues, expenses, and bottom line profits. Mm-hmm. And as mentioned, a lot of companies were able to beat uh, these estimates. And of course, this development fueled investors' uh, risk appetite as companies perform better than expected. Wow. So that's probably or that's likely the reason why the S&P 500 and other U.S. stock indices have made all-time highs, right? Right. uh, Exactly. So can you tell us a little more about the data? Um, How do the actual results compare with expectations? Sure. So the p- profit growth expectations before any actual data was released was 27% year on year in the mm-hmm. third quarter of this year. So analysts uh, were expecting business profits to grow by 27% from mm-hmm. third quarter of last year to third quarter of this year. So given that a lot of companies were able to beat their estimated profits, companies are on track to report a profit growth of 40% year-on-year. So that's up from uh, the initial growth expectation of 27%. So companies' performance and business environment have uh, recovered above expectations. Mm -hmm. And just to add more context, last year, company profits went down by 15% amidst the pandemic. And this year, uh, given the actual results for the first nine months of uh, the year and the expected profit growth in the fourth quarter, company profits are expected to grow by more than 40%. So if this materializes, profits will be up by 25% compared to pre-pandemic. Wow, thanks for that, Daz. So the companies in the U.S. stock index, the S&P 500, are set to report profits that are 25% above pre-pandemic levels. Now, what you described to us is not just a simple recovery, but a solid bounce, a solid bounce back from last year. Mm -hmm. In the Philippines, are we seeing the same for PSEI companies? So, corporate profits in the Philippines uh, have recovered by 30% year-on-year in the third quarter. 
So bringing the nine-month uh, cumulative profit growth to around 50%. Mm-hmm. So from January to September 2021, company profits uh, were up by around 50% uh, compared to January to September 2020. Mm-hmm. So for the full year of 2021, analysts are expecting 30% profit growth for companies in the PSEI. Note that last year, company profits dropped by nearly 40%. So right. given these uh, profits of companies in the PSEI would still be around 20% below pre-pandemic level uh, in 2021. I see. So it's not as strong as what's happening in the US, but it still is an encouraging development that company profits are recovering. Mm-hmm. Now, does, why is it important to know these details about company profits? It is important to know these details because when we invest in equities or stocks, we actually invest in these real and operating companies. Uh-huh. So we become part owners of these companies. So right. it is important to know how our businesses are doing. So fundamentally, this is what's driving the value of our stock investments. So in the short term, the ups and downs in the stock market are driven by mostly investor sentiment that is difficult to predict. Mm -hmm. Investor sentiment is affected by news headlines and mostly about what's happening at the moment. However, over the long term, Uh what drives the value of our stock investments is how big and profitable the businesses that we invested in become in 5, 10, or 20 years. So that's why it is encouraging to see that business operations have recovered since the start of the pandemic. Thanks, Daz, for always reminding us to look into the long term. Stock investments are really for those who can stay invested for the long term because the ups and downs in the stock market in the short term will always be there. Now, moving to our last topic, I heard that the Philippine economy also recovered faster than expected. Can you tell us more about it, please? Sure. So, Philippine GDP rose by 7.1% year-on-year in the third quarter, beating expectations of just 4.9%. So, this strong economic rebound brought the GDP growth from January to September 2021 to 4.9%, close to the upper end of the government's uh, 4-5% target for 2021. Right. So, on a quarter-on-quarter basis, GDP rose by 3.8%, meaning the Philippine economy in the third quarter was 3.8% higher versus the economy in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. So just to add more details, private household spending, which accounts for 70% of GDP, was up by 7% quarter-on-quarter in the in 3Q21. So despite the re-imposition of ECQ and MECQ in NCR, in uh, neighboring regions in August, household spending um, remained uh, resilient and up 7% quarter and quarter. So, household spending includes spending for food, uh, clothing, electricity, healthcare, uh, communications, etc. So, this strong data provides evidence that the economy is recovering meaningfully. Beyond the third quarter, restrictions in NCR was uh, further relaxed from alert level 3 to alert level 2 and at the same time kids uh, were allowed to go outside so with this economic recovery will likely continue in the fourth quarter of this year so just going back a bit uh, in the third quarter the economy was just 6% 
uh, below pre-pandemic level. And for everyone to appreciate this, we should note that at the worst of the pandemic, in the second quarter of 2020, the yes. Philippine economy was 20% below pre-pandemic level. So mm-hmm. given what's happening at the moment, and assuming there wouldn't be any surge in cases moving forward, the economy is on track to be back to pre-pandemic level by next year. Speaking of, and just as a follow-up, Daz, there's a new COVID-19 variant called mm-hmm. Omicron. Is this a risk that we should think about? So I- I'm glad that you brought it up. So what's been in the headlines recently is that cases in Europe is rising uh-huh. and we have a new variant, Omicron, uh, which was initially detected in South Africa. Right. And some countries, especially in Europe, have uh, already reimposed lockdowns and travel restrictions. So what's counterintuitive um, at first is that countries in Europe uh, with surging number of cases have 50 to 70% of their population already fully vaccinated. Okay. But what's actually happening there is that they have been operating at a more relaxed quarantine restrictions. Okay. In some countries, masks are, are not mandatory outdoors. So this is happening while the immunity levels of vaccinated people have been somewhat declining uh, since their second shot. So these developments uh, will probably be in the headlines in the next days and may cause a drag to stock markets globally as this threatens economic recovery. So obviously, uh, if we see another lockdown in the Philippines, it would derail us from reaching pre-pandemic economy. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, the supply of vaccines are better now. In the Philippines, we have 60 million doses on hand and logistics are already in place. So we were able to administer around 1 million doses daily in in the past days. So we have have started giving booster shots. So hopefully, uh, we will be able to avoid having another surge, but the risks are there, especially with the holiday season coming in. Um, more gatherings will likely take place. Right. So I guess we can all agree uh, that it's still not 100% safe. So we should all adhere to health protocols always. Right. So that's all from me today. Uh, thank you so much for listening and stay safe, everyone. All right. There you have it. Thank you again, Daz, for your usual insightful take on the market. I hope our listeners were able to gain valuable information from this recap. If you have further questions or want to know more about any of our funds, send us an email at bpi underscore asset underscore management at bpi.com.ph. Again, this is Mike Raz, and please follow us again next month for our market recap in Wealth Watchers. Thanks for tuning in to Wealth Radio. Growing wealth made easy. BPI Asset Management and Trust Corporation is regulated by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas.